Lego. Yep. My guess is it's just going to be the two of us. And besides again, it'll be later. Hmm. He didn't respond at all to any of the text messages, so. <clears throat> Typical. Dude, so tired from working. Yeah, as if I <laughs> nobody else works and shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, before we get into like the football talk, which I'll, I'll go over the uh, topic, but you want to just fill in our or recap our night last night? <laughs> sure, sure. How how like in detail do you want me to get? It doesn't need to be like like the fucking box score and shit. <laughs> but. All right, so we did. Um... All baseball, which is like, I think we ended up going six for six in the afternoon and night sleep, which is like almost unheard of. Yeah. But um, it was Mets. I think we went like the biggest bet on Mets money line. They were minus 175, so it wasn't like some like outrageous like win by us, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mets money line. And then we went um, Atlanta Braves run line, I think, was a street bet. And those were max unit plays. Yeah. And then we had a free, risk-free bet, like $50, up to $50. So we just did a $50 parlay. And it was, uh, we double dipped on Braves, but we just took a money line. And... We did team total Mets four and a half that hit, Dodgers run line that hit, and then over nine in the White Sox Twins game, which that pushed, but it was it was two two in extra innings. Yeah. And then the White Sox or was the White Sox or the Twins? One no, the Twins, the Twins. Twins. I was six, watching it. Six. I did too. They put up six runs in the tenth inning. No, no, no. Yeah, they did. No, Seven. no, no, they put four, four runs, runs in six the, runs total, yeah. And so it was at eight, and then in the bottom of the tent, the White Sox scored one to get to ten. Mm-hmm. But I was texting you, so this was pretty much at this point, everything had already hit. Dodgers were still playing, but they were up like five to one mm-hmm. in like the seventh inning, and then the uh, Braves game was in a delay, but they were up just as much. Mm-hmm. But both those games ended up coming down to the wire because we had both run line, but mm-hmm. – um, we were at eight, and then the bottom of the tenth, obviously, runner gets placed at second, second base with no outs. And uh, long story short, they end up having a guy on second, and then they they get a single. How did it play out? No, it went to nine, right? So it went to nine, and then after that, we needed a, a, another run, mm-hmm. and then off the next single, instead of sending the guy home, they held him at third. Which, in any other circumstance, a single with a guy in second would have just scored him, you know? Right. And so and so they, held, they held him at third, and it was first and third, two outs, instead of a uh, guy on first only and then scoring a run. Really bizarre. I know it's hard to explain, but really stupid. Well, 
my take, I haven't watched too many extra inning baseball games because at that point you probably already know if you lost or won your bet. But if you can't score one run in extra innings, you absolutely just suck. How do you have a runner? You start with a runner on second with no outs. It you just yeah, it, I think it just comes down to you, you just don't care. Like I, I don't know. I, I really it's to me it seems easy, especially because the first thing you do should be just advancing to third, and then you know there's there's yeah there's so many other like ways to get him home from third with one out, you know. Yeah. It's like when people when you have a guy in second knot, you just go up there with the same game plan, like you know, try to get the ball in the gap, and like, yeah, that's when the guy gets like stranded on second and game over. And, uh, that was the, like basically what the White Sox are trying to do. First batter struck out, and then now they're one out. Now it yep. eliminates half of what you can do. You know. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, none but of all all. Yeah, I didn't even watch the end of the Dodger or the Braves game. I fell asleep. Um, I didn't. Oh, well, we can't watch that game, so I didn't watch it either. Um, but they were kind of like on just on cruise control when they were up, and then I didn't watch the Braves game either. But I know that I think it was six to one, and then the game got delayed in the fourth inning, and then of course it came back in the fifth inning, and St. Louis in their half, I think it was the they were the home team, and their half the inning mm-hmm. hit two home runs in the same inning, so it went from six to one. To six three, and then of course we have Braves run line. So I was like, "Oh my gosh, here we go!" And uh, I don't think they end up scoring, or I don't know how it, the end played out, but they end up covering run line. The Crazy. Braves did. So mm-hmm. yeah, probably not too many of those days where you hit that much baseball. No, you have to really scale it back today. Or yeah, no, yeah, yeah just but like I mean, or just go small like we did earlier. We just. Live bet two tennis plays, yeah, easy like a quarter of a unit on both, and just low risk. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Low risk. <clears throat> all right, so gonna turn our attention to football. And uh, my guess is he probably didn't look at any of the thing I sent you. You'd be correct, but I have it pulled up right in front of me, so I'm looking right now. Okay, good. So I could start, and you can just kind of. <clears throat> Pick different teams and chime in or whatever. So what we're going to do today is we're going to look at ESPN's. They call it the way too early top 25 for the college football season. Um, I'll read off one through 25 quickly. And then we're going to pick one to two, I guess as many as we want, but at least one team in the top 20, the current top 25, that's no longer going to be in the top 25 at the end of the year. And then one current team, or at least one current team in the top 25 now, that'll end the year in uh, the top four, in the final four. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's only 25 options, I'm sure we're going to have some overlapping uh, choices here, but... Let me read through the uh, top 25, really. <clears throat> and then I'm going to ask you a question. But okay. number one preseason, way too early, number one team, according to ESPN, is Alabama, of course. It goes Alabama, Ohio State, two, Georgia, three, USC, four, AM, five, that's Texas AM, 
Utah six. I'm looking at a different thing than you are. Okay, well, I sent it to you. I know, but I I looked, I searched on Google. I literally typed in ESPN way too early top twenty five, like the exact headline. Maybe they update it every day or something. What's the date on that? What's the date on that? What the fuck? May nineteenth, twenty twenty two. Okay, hold on, let me. I see it January of February. I'll just try to send you. It's in the text message. I know. I understand that. I can't pull it up on my phone. It's going to mess up the audio. Oh, my goodness. Just go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Number, let me go back. Six was Utah. Seven was Notre Dame. Eight, NC State. Nine, Michigan State. Ten, Michigan. Eleven, Oklahoma State. Twelve, Clemson. Thirteen, Houston. 14, Oklahoma, 15, Pitt, 16, Oregon, 17, Wake Forest, 18, Baylor, 19, BYU, 20, Arkansas, 21, Ole Miss, 22, Kentucky, 23, Cincinnati, 24, Tennessee, and number 25, Iowa. Any first thoughts on any team that shouldn't be there when you heard the 25? Uh, I can probably give you like twenty of them. Okay, give me like, give me like the most obvious one, man. Okay, well, let me preface this by saying that I haven't done too much research on football yet, right? No deep dives in college football because I kind of want to see like where all the pieces land. Like, there's no point in doing all this research and then things change. Um, I just don't know. I, I think this is going to be a year where you're going to see like a weird. Top ten, top four. Mm. You're gonna see teams. You're gonna. I think you're probably gonna see a group of five team getting close to the final four because they're gonna go undefeated. So, with that being said, I just think that all these power five conferences are almost gonna like beat up on each other. Mm. You're gonna see a lot of two losses up at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Because I, it, like at the top of my head. Who stands out as like the best returning quarterback? Well, are you asking me or are you? Yeah, I'm asking you. Like, what comes? Who comes I guess. To mind? I, I mean, me personally, or you like? Yeah, yeah. I have to look at the li- uh, list, but of right. course, but that's what I'm saying. The general who? public is going to say Bryce Bryce Young or not Bryce Young, whatever the quarterback is from uh, from uh, Alabama. Bryce Young, right? Um, why isn't it sure? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's his name. Okay. Number two. Hold on. Let me just make sure. Yeah, Bryce Young. <laughs> so weird. Like, yeah, anyways. Um, number two, I guess, I mean, 1A, 1B would be Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, which is probably how they uh, pick these preseason or probably played a, a role okay. that, that Bryce Young is the best returning starting quarterback there for Alabama's preseason number one, which is so stupid. But, uh, and then like, like I said, Ohio State's number two and they probably said CJ Stroud is up there, but then USC's four with Caleb Williams. Those are probably your, your top, your, your three top returning quarterbacks, which I have my uh, gripes about each of them, but 
Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like to me, it doesn't seem as if any team is going to just dominate. No, this year it could no. be it could be Alabama, I guess, but they just lost like all the receivers. Mm-hmm. Just so they, I mean, which I knows? which I thought about that because I almost thought about saying like like going like an extreme hot take or like what forget it, but <clears throat> at some point. The legacy, the legacy always ends. Something always happens to where your system just doesn't work anymore, right? Mm-hmm. For a typical team, <clears throat> I was thinking about this, a typical team that has a dominant year or a really good year, and a lot of that was based on people that are no longer going to be there next year, right? So the team last year, not a lot of them are going to be back this year, right? Other than their quarterback, but I always wonder, like, how, like, how, how much are they going to lose from those new guys coming in? Are they the type of people that don't need like any motivation and they're like, like self motivated to to do exactly what the year before team did and you know that kind of thing, like very stat driven shit or. Like, did they lose, like, any sort of uh, motivation sitting out of here? Uh, you know, like, out of high school, they fucking committed to Bama, probably sat out a year or two or something. Now it's their turn. It's like, are you going to now be what the receivers were last year? You know? Most of the time, no. But Well, it has been, yes. But now are you going to see, like, a taper off this year? It can't happen every year. It's not, it's not like possible right okay. for sure i i don't know but to go back to your initial question the two i'm looking at the list right now the two teams like right away that are gonna i think are drop out byu and cincinnati <laughs> okay so my let me pull my so you're here's, my, here's my reason. Cincinnati just lost their best defender. Yeah. Okay. And their quarterback. And their quarterback. And their running back. Which is all like their playmakers. Yeah. Definitely. So they're well, only returning, it says two defenders. So you're like, you lost your best defender and then you're rebuilding your defense. It's just, you're not going to see the same output. On defense, because they were pretty much like essentially like a lockdown defense. When it comes down to that, was like their their yeah. their defense was way better than what their offense was. Yeah, kept so, them in games for sure. Now, like you don't have that crutch this season, which I think is going to be the theme for a lot of these teams that we're going to eliminate from the top twenty-five for sure. And then BYU, <laughs> I just yeah, they're <laughs> I don't even know who they play this year. They went ten and three last year. Notre Dame. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. I don't know who else they play, but I'm saying I just don't think they're like any good. Well, <laughs> like, they don't do any. They don't do anything special. No, they don't. Hard nose. Yeah, which a lot uh, of I mean, is that receiver gone? I don't know. It doesn't look like it. He's pretty good, but their, their running back's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Allgaier, whatever. Mm-hmm. So their schedule this year. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah. So they play at South Florida first game, then they play, which are you going to be looking ahead because game two they play at home against Baylor. 
Baylor's like preseason rings, yeah. Then they play at Oregon, another top 25 team. Then they play Wyoming, Utah State, and then they go back-to-back. Utah State's no slump either. No, they're not. In-state rivalry as well. But uh, So then it goes, I guess I'll go, it goes Utah State, Notre Dame, Arkansas, back-to-back-to-back. Then then you have to travel across the country and play at Liberty. (laughs) So that's a pretty tough schedule. And then you end the year uh, at Stanford. So, yeah. I, Dude, that's why you take the under team, like total wins for BYU. That, I for see sure. like four or five losses. Easy. Definitely. <clears throat> I agree. They, they were definitely one of the teams that, I, that caught my eye, but I don't know. I thought that was – they were like low. They're like 19 right now or some shit, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so the two teams – I have a third team and – I didn't include them in my – I guess I can cover them. But the two teams that I didn't hear drop from the – Wake Forest and Michigan State. And I think – I would have to roster, but they're just – they're like a total gimmick offense. And it doesn't take very long nowadays – for teams to be able to game plan against a gimmick offense, right? RPO is not bullshit. Now people caught up, but these guys do like the extra long mesh, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, it fooled some people. They just fucking chuck the ball deep. And I don't think people are going to catch on. These guys were like a fucking top 10 team, like all year. Embarrassing. And they're just like, yeah. Yo. Oh, you're in. I am. Right on time. We were just going over our uh, top 25 teams that are going to get balanced by the end of the year. Justin said BYU. I'm covering Wake Forest right now. Let me pull up Wake Forest's um, schedule. But I don't see, I don't see, I mean, I'm very bearish on the ACC as it is. But if I, I think. Once I pull up their schedule, Wake Forest is going to have at least two, three losses. Therefore, there's no reason for them to be in the top 25. Mm-hmm. Um, they play Vanderbilt game two at Vandy. And then they play at home against Liberty, at home against Clemson, which probably put Clemson as a win. Like Clemson beating Wake Forest. After the Clemson game, they play at Florida State. So there's your back-to-back division, ACC losses right there, right? After you lose Clemson and at Florida State, the very next game you play Army, <laughs> which is never easy again, especially against teams that never see the triple option. Um, then they go on a bye, and then they play a four-game stretch after the bye, where it's Boston College at Louisville at NC State, which NC State's supposed to be really good this year, and then they play at home against uh, North Carolina. So I count in there at least five losses. So, therefore, thanks, thanks for uh, making an appearance, Wake Forest. But uh, back, <laughs> back to where you belong, <laughs> fucking yeah, out of the top twenty-five. Uh, Justin, you're still here, yeah? Yep. Okay. Second team I have, and I'm trying to buy some time for you, PJ, if you wanted to add a team in there. But yeah, second team I had was Michigan State. So last year, one of the teams I really liked was Michigan State. I think their team total going into last year 
and it was Mel Tucker's first year was like four and a half or some shit like that. Something super low. Of course, they exceeded expectations. And they were like a top 10 team at one point. And they kind of fell off at the end of the year. But uh, a lot of their success was on the shoulders of their running back, uh, Kenneth Walker or something like that. I would forget his name. Uh, that sound about right? Yep. Yeah, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker. Uh, he's gone. <laughs> so... Due to him being like a lot of what your success was, he's gone, and people like now seeing like okay, this is like the Melitecker style of like playing. Uh, I don't expect them to win very many games this year. But kind of, kind of the same thing as the Wake Forest, like back to where you guys belong, B- bottom tier of the of the Big Ten. And again, let me pull up their schedule. So <clears throat> they play Western Michigan. And I've noticed this with the Big Ten, other than Ohio State, and I haven't checked everyone's team, but they do have very weak non-con games. So they play Western Michigan, Akron. Game three, they play Akron, which 50-50 game right there. Uh, Minnesota, Maryland, Ohio State, which is probably a loss. Then they play, after Ohio State, they play Wisconsin, I'd have to do a little bit more research about Wisconsin, but probably lost as well. And a bye week, and then after the bye, they play at the Big House, at Michigan. Probably a loss. And they play, they finished here four games uh, at Illinois, at home against Rutgers, at home against Indiana, and then at Penn State, which is probably a loss. So I see like three, four, possibly five losses as well. So same thing with Wake Forest. And uh, Michigan State, and I guess the same thing with BYU. Seen a lot of like potential four or five losses. Therefore, bye bye to the top twenty-five. BJ, anything yeah. for the good of the cause here? Um, who did you guys say already? Just catch me up real quick. We just talked. This, this was it. You got in at the Justin. Okay, said perfect, BYU. perfect, perfect, perfect. I'm gonna say Baylor. <laughs> okay. Um, I just see. At the end of the year, oh, hold on, let me hold up. Oh, I'm looking up the field, the old schedule here. Yeah, they start off, they play fucking BYU in September. Um, they got Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Kansas State, Texas, and TCU. I just think that's a, that's a pretty tough schedule. I mean, I don't, I don't, um, I, yeah, that's my pick. I, I'd say Baylor doesn't make the top 25 this year. <laughs> did Baylor win the Big 12 last year? Pretty sure I did. Are they playing the game? Um, watch. You know what's funny is um, I'm pretty sure – let me pull up my, my notes. No, I didn't. I almost added Baylor in one of my potential top uh, Final Four teams. <laughs> mm. Big 12 is just like, – mm. a lot of these – Big 12, ACC, and uh, – all of them, they all just beat up on each other. And so anything can happen if you're the the, the team that gets hot at the right time. Yeah, can I, 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 yeah. The re- I guess the reason I'm saying it, just because, like I said, it looks like the second half of the season, they're playing teams that are potentially all going to be in like the same position. You know, so yeah. yep. You lose, you lose two, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You lose two or three of those games, you're you're out. You know. 
It'd be pretty for sure. Bad. For sure. Justin, did you have a second team or just one? No, I already said two. You said BYU and who? Uh, let me scroll back down. BYU and um, Cincinnati. Oh, that's right. In Cincinnati. That's right. Okay. So BYU, Michigan State, Wake Forest, Baylor. I'm gonna throw. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a six. A sixth one in there to get BJ too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes the same reason that Justin picked Cincinnati. Uh, Michigan is gonna have to replace. I was gonna say Cincinnati too. <laughs> Michigan is gonna have to replace all their like on paper studs on defense. You know, Hutchinson, Jobo, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they lost their defense staff, so their defense coordinator went elsewhere, and so their new defense coordinator. I mean, like, I don't know if they're going to be running a different system or whatever, but there's always, like, some, like, you're not percent uh, year one under a new D corner. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're sure, let me pull up their schedule. I already said they have to play Michigan State. They're going to play Ohio State, I'm sure. Just, uh, they're going to have a couple losses. And this might be the end of the uh, Harbaugh era at Michigan. They need to sign like an extension or no? Well, money can solve a lot of things. Fucking buy them out, I'm sure. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just your typical Big Ten schedule. They play at Iowa, at Indiana, Penn State at home, Michigan State at home, uh, and then they end the year at uh, Ohio State. So I don't know, like three, four losses, and they want to make the Big Big Ten championship. So that would be our sixth. Any uh, any um, notes against any of those teams, other than maybe the Baylor one? But no, yeah, I, I can see that too. Um, the only other team I'm looking, I, I think, wow, Iowa and shit, dude. How is Utah State up here? Like, what the what the hell? UL Lafayette? What's I going on? Oh, huh? you, you, the one I read off. I read all. Oh, I'm looking at. I'm looking at. Last year. Okay, yeah, hold on. Yeah, you all. Yeah, that was that's what it is. Well, while you're looking, okay, so up in the top twenty-five, at least one team. We don't have too many because there's only four spots, but at least one team that's currently in the top twenty-five that's going to be in the final four. Justin. Texas A&M. It's not like going out on a limb, but how about them as well? I think that you're like the last five years. I don't even know. I'm just throwing that number out, but I know that they're consistently recruiting top tier defenders. And right? Yep. Okay. They're, they're up there in the in the 2023 recruiting class. Yeah, no, I, I know you're like up with the recruiting, so but it's just yeah. year after year, their quarterback play has been what's holding them back for sure. But for some reason, they still end up with en- enough wins. You know? Yeah, it's, it's definitely um, the system that keeps them like mm-hmm. in games. So this is what like year three or something with Jimbo, year three or four or something. Mm-hmm. I think this will be the year that they probably put it together. Um, and, it, and it's sort of they got a they got a couple transfers I think at quarterback but regardless whoever their quarterback's going to be they'll have him for game one and if they I, have that quarterback through the rest of the season you'll probably see them 
in the SEC championship. That's my lean. Pretty sure. And I have, like, total, like, short-term memory loss. And, like, I watch every fucking college football game. And then, like, in the offseason, I can't remember who beat who and shit like that. But It's because right after football ends, you're on to baseball and, you know. For sure. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure in um, – had like big victories last year. I don't know if they, didn't they beat Bama or something like that? Maybe not. Yeah, I got them with a field goal. I think at the end. But they had like some like third string quarterback yeah, play. That's and what I'm saying. He potentially might be like the Starter. quarterback they're they're looking for. Yeah. Let, let, let me get his name really quick. Zalstra or something like that. I, um, yeah. Uh, quarterback. Uh, <laughs> not not on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who they have though? That's that's who you're talking. They have fucking Brad Johnson's son from LSU. No, they, um, the, unless he like graduated, they had the other guy who played their. Uh, go ahead, keep talking. No, no, but I'm saying their quarterback this year is going to be Max Johnson. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Which is going to like totally elevate their their. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Okay, and M for sure. You want me to go over their schedule really quick? No, <laughs> don't care. Okay, <laughs> okay. All right, I have two, but uh, keep talking. I got to step away for a second. Keep going. The the easiest one is Clemson because I think they're gonna they to keep to stay in to be a top fourteen. Okay, yeah, that was gonna be my pick. Absolutely. Okay, so that's fine. Then I'll pick a second one. But because they started out the year so shaky, and I'm like, they, I think they won out at the end of the year. Of course, like they had like three or four losses in the beginning that prevented them from being a playoff team. But I think they just rolled that into this year. And ACC is weak. Like, they just beat up on each other. Clemson will have the, they'll, Clemson will probably be a favorite in every game, mm-hmm. they'll have the upper hand. Um, I'm gonna pull up their schedule. So like, I just saw. I was just looking at something. Uh, Clemson has like 16 starters returning or some shit like that. They lost. They lost some some guys on the defense, but they played through those losses without them. So it's not like anything drastic. They have like six or seven defensive. Hmm. Okay, so their schedule. They play at Georgia Tech, game one, which uh, <laughs> it should be a win. Uh, Furman. Louisiana Tech, then they play at Wake Forest, which Clemson is going to win that game. Their true first test is going to be uh, at home against NC State. Then they play after that back-to-back road games against Boston College and Florida State. So you'll get a good like indication of where they're going to end the year after those three games. I guess after four, Wake Forest, NC State, Boston College, Florida State. After their bye, they play at Notre Dame. So then there's another hopefully but hopefully by then Notre Dame's still like a top ten team. Um and then after the Notre Dame game they play Louisville, Miami, and then end of the year, South Carolina. So it's a pretty tough schedule. I bet you their strength schedule is like up there. Um but if they they run the fucking table, they'll be ACC champs and in the final four. Let me interject really quick. Mm-hmm. The quarterback that I'm thinking of thinking of from Texas AM last year was Zach Calzada. Mm. He's no longer on the team. No, I know that. I know. I was looking at the roster. I know. He transferred to Auburn. Ooh. Auburn, uh, I was listening to the cover three guys. Uh, the hardest schedule. 
this year. So yeah. fucking like yeah. literally they play like every like blue blood. So oof, tough year for Auburn fans. Okay. Well, I'm still on uh, Texas A&M. So Texas A&M, Clemson, me and Peter both like Clemson. The other one I was going to say is uh, Utah. I d- the caveat to that is I don't think they're very fond of playing Pac-12 teams in the Final Four. So they'll, they'll take a one-loss like Big Ten or SEC team over a uh, Pac-12 winner, I think. Mm, Agree? Disagree? The Achilles heel of the Pac-12, though, is that they're notorious for just like losing a game on the road. So, no, I know. Especially I know. when it counts. All of a sudden, you get Oregon State beating Utah or, you know, some shit like that. Well, Utah kind of just has, like, the, the – well, notoriously, I haven't looked at their roster, but, like, a lot of upperclassmen, a lot of older guys on their team that did their mission. They're, like, in their mid-20s. They have, a, like, a, a coach that's been there forever, very hard-nosed, and – uh I'm gonna pull up their schedule, and uh, I like. I think they, if they have a good chance of just like winning every game this year, I think Pac-12 is like very weak, especially if Utah can beat USC, and it's like a freaking done deal. Dude, USC is supposed like everyone's like huge on USC right now. Well, I mean, they got Lincoln Riley, they got Caleb Williams, they got all these wide receiver transfers, but Utah Zachariah has branch. A- uh, Utah has the schedule that could, if they like have the right wins, they could be. Uh, if they have the right wins and win the Pac-12, they'll be a Final Four team. They open up the year at Florida, so if you can go win on the road against an SEC team, huge resume builder right there. And they play Southern Utah, then they play SDSU, which SDSU is typically like a top twenty-five team. Um, yeah. I don't know how much weight that carries, but. It's a decent win, and they play Arizona State, Oregon State, then back to back UCLA, USC. And again, if they and go, they have such an easy schedule. Yeah, but if they if Utah goes the first half of the year beating Florida, SDSU, UCLA, and USC, mm-hmm. I think they cruise through the second half. But they do play uh, Stanford and at Oregon, which is your two mm-hmm. hardest. But again, if you beat all four of those, including Oregon, fucking. Walk into the final four, I think. Anyone else add to the list? No, I agree. I agree with that. I'm trying to look right here. AM, Clemson, dude. Utah. Alabama. <laughs> dude, Alabama has such an easy schedule this year. It might work against them. Yeah, it might at the end, huh? Because they do tend to, however, they do it. They do tend to add. Team that play a uh, ranked non-con game. So Ghana schedule uh, fucking Chattanooga and shit like that. Like that doesn't help you in the end. You got like what Ohio State's doing. They're non-con and dude, I, 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 so, uh, yeah. Ohio I don't, State. I don't understand this. With the Of, uh, no, no, no. I understand. I just like how, like, they play nobody. They have a Texas A&M, Mississippi, and LSU. Those are the only, like, those are the only three, like, 
it's the tough games on the schedule for them. Uh, Utah Who State, Texas, LA Monroe, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Tennessee, Texas. Mississippi okay. State. Okay, here, hold on, hold on, let me stop here. Texas is going to be deep better this year than they were last year. Not to mention they have Arch Manning coming next year. So they're going to do everything possible, especially with Sarkeesian as their coach. They get stomped. Next. Wow. <laughs> this one just left. Mm, we'll see if he comes back in. Mm-hmm. No, no what, I'm, okay. what I'm saying is I only see three potentially tough matchups for Alabama on their schedule, which is pretty whack. But, yeah, like you said, it could definitely hurt them in the end. Um. Yeah, everyone's huge on USC this year. Let's see here. I was gonna pick Texas A&M too, you bastard. That's okay. We have three. You only pick four teams. You're gonna get Ohio State, so there's four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll pick Ohio State. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ohio State, A&M, Utah. It, what also what I'm trying to say here, like finish land my plan on this point is if Alabama loses to LSU or Ole Miss or both, you know, they might not be in the top four. <laughs> in the top four? No, they'll yeah. drop out of the top 25. Top yep, that's 20. what I'm saying. So top we have – Ryan asked if it ended. <laughs> okay, well, let's just wrap this up then. So um, we did our top 25 teams that are not going to make top 25 and the mm-hmm. <clears throat> teams that are going to make top four. Um, you have any any uh plays for today or no? No, not yet. I'm just I'm literally recovering from the work week that I just had, so I'm I'm about to to break it open right now, and I'll 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 post my t- picks on Twitter and shit. But I'm gonna converse with you guys right now. Okay, I got one play. I haven't done too much research, but um, <laughs> over I think it's six and a half strikeouts. Max Scherzer. Um, that's my play. Max Scherzer. Okay, I'll, mm-hmm. I'm, I'll, I'm gonna build around that one. Yeah, so you could bet that or put down price picks, and uh, absolutely, it should be a winner. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, okay. I need a, I need a big win today. Big win today. All in. Yep. Go ahead, let it ride. Yeah, I'm going to. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Yeah. Same time tomorrow and shit. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Thank you.